Hello and welcome to the Who's Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're going to talk about this the latest episode of Doctor Who, and that will be Demons of the Punjab, um, which appears to have gone down a bit better than last week's episode. Uh, with the people yes. in, the, in the Twitterverse and Facebookverse and everything. So, uh, well, we'll come on to that later. Uh, but first, as usual, uh, the news. Now, we we have a couple of things, a couple of interesting things, actually. But uh, I think that the, the biggest news this week, actually, John Barrowman's going to be an armor celebrity. Get me out of here. <laughs> yes, I you know. <laughs> He's, he's going to have to come out of himself a bit, though, isn't he? He's going to be on telly all the time. He, yeah, he's got to come out of that shell, hasn't he? Yeah. He's got to come out of that shell. Yeah. Um, what, what, <laughs> how do you reckon he's going to go down? Because he's... Um, I was going to say a, a little bit of John Barrowman goes a long way. Why? <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> you do get a feeling there'd be locusts on there going, oh, no, it's John Barrowman. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it should make for entertaining television, but the thing is, though, he's, yeah. he's, he's the sort of person who could sort of, um, I don't know, sort of polarise opinion with the viewers, and especially because it's, it's on a vote thing as well. I, I can see him being voted out very, very quickly, unfortunately. But... I mean, no, I, I can I imagine him being entertaining. Yes. I, I, yes. What I can't imagine is spending 24 hours a day, seven days a week in a small camp with him. No, exactly. <laughs> Singing show tunes 24-7. Yes. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah, that should be uh, that should be interesting. But uh, well, put it this way, I'll be watching. Put it, yeah, <laughs> just just out of uh, sort of like sheer curiosity more than anything else. But uh, yes. but anyway, um, on to sort of like proper news now. Now the one thing I, I wasn't expected to read this week um, that the Doctor experience, which shut in uh, September last year, apparently is going to be a new Doctor exhibition um, opening up by BBC Studios. Um, in Cardiff Castle, bowl accounts. And apparently it's going to be uh, operational by um, the summer of next year, 2019. Now, Cardiff Castle is slap bang in the middle of Cardiff um, itself, which might make it a little bit easier to get to. However, it might also make it a bit more oversubscribed as well. Because I I, I liked it at... um, uh, but by the uh, by the lock because it sort of it was fairly remote if I'm honest it was busy yeah. but not that busy if you know what I mean I don't remember it being that difficult to get to um it is if you're driving right well, that that's why I don't remember it being yeah because because that because that is the only um sort of place to to really get to it to be honest if um yeah, because we, we come from the way we the route we took, we come from Devon and, dr- and drove straight there. Um, and if you haven't got a sat nav, it's difficult to find. Well, it was difficult yeah. to find. I found anyway. So um, just to try and find that because there wasn't a lot of parking there either. So and it was quite a walk from Cardiff City Centre to there. Mm. So because we, we had the, like I had the, the two kids, two little, and they were sort of um, sort of only four at the time as well. Um, and we had the mother, and they refused to carry you. Exactly, exactly. So, um, and my mother was with us as well, um, who's disabled. So it, it's it's a it's a difficult walk from Cardiff City Centre, yeah. put it that way. So, um, yes, that's like that's why we had to sort of drive as close as we possibly could to it. But um, yeah, I mean, great news. So I, I don't know. I've never been inside Cardiff Castle, so I've got no idea how how big it is. Um, I can't imagine it's going to be as as big as the previous exhibition was. 
No, oh, it's just yeah, in- interesting to if you're going to redo it again, why to do it in Cardiff again? Yeah, well, this is the thing: is it going to be an experience or an exhibition? Because the experience had that that interactive thing at the beginning, helping the doctor out and going on the the, the operating the TARDIS and walking through weeping angels and Daleks and whatever. Um, or is it just going to be like a collection of the clothes and a few props, that kind of thing? I can't imagine doing something yeah. on, that, on that scale again. Oh, no. Especially after the um, the bill they left the uh, Cardiff taxpayers last time. Not, not in a purpose-built... They were almost a purpose-built building they had before, wasn't That's it? That's right, yeah. So if you haven't got that... And if, what is that being used for now, that building? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Was it something to do with a university or something? Right. I, yeah, I honestly can't remember. I thought it was something to do with sort, sort of, you know, education or something. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, no doubt someone, someone will, will let us know once this episode goes out. But um, It makes it sound like I've got a birthday coming up and I need to hire someone. It's <laughs> 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 one hell of a bouncy castle you can fit in there, isn't it? <laughs> Oh crikey! Yeah, so um, I mean, it's great that it's coming back. Um, yeah, if, you know, if, if this is indeed to be um, believed, um, mm. it, it seems on the level, but um, just just a surprise, really. I yeah. thought maybe somewhere else in the country, not you know, not Cardiff again, but, but I suppose it is made by you know, it's made by BBC Wales, so that's where all the that's where all the props and the sets are. So why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? But uh, no, good. It's good news anyway. It's very, very good news. Uh, now the next up in the news, well, we had, we had some big finish news last week about the, the uh, Paternoster gang, which we were fairly ambivalent about. Well, I was anyway. Um, let, let, let's see how I'm with this one um, because coming next year, it's um, to celebrate twenty years of of uh, Big Finish. There's a, a special um, sort of big release coming next year called Doctor Who: The Legacy of Time, and we're going to have Jenny. If you remember from the Doctor's daughter, Jenny is going to meet the Fifth Doctor. Yes. So it's going to be um, father and daughter playing father and daughter. Yeah, I was just like, because that, that family doesn't make enough out of Doctor. Who, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, apparently it says um, that there's a something called the Nine. I, I'm so out of date with with, with current big finishes. I'm still trying to listen to the old stuff, really, from like 20 years ago, basically. Um, yeah, apparently it's a disaster strikes the time vortex, thrown to go the fifth doctor and his future daughter Jenny, and the nine sees an opportunity to steal something huge. John Barrowman's ego. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, the, the nine's another time lord. I, I don't know. But um, hmm. what, what, thoughts on this one, Paul? Or, or again, ambivalent? Um, no, see, it's it's a it's an interesting idea, and you sort of feel that was one that was. Always going to happen. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Now I didn't know we we we, um, we covered Red Dawn, didn't we? Yes, um, um, some years ago, and I didn't realise that uh, Georgia Moffat was actually in Red Dawn. She was sixteen at the time, by all accounts. Right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I I didn't, didn't. I don't remember, even remember reading her in the cast list, actually. But no, no. Nah. Never mind, never mind. So uh, now apparently this, this legacy of time, it's gonna, it's like a, um, 
a clash of old meets new. Um, it's got all the classic doctors in there, that the surviving classic doctors. Um, and I think uh, Tim, uh, Tim Trelaw is also going to be playing the third doctor as well, which is a, mm. a good thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Now, Alexia Tom will be available from Big Finish at a pre-order price of £40 download, rising to £55 on general release. It'll also be released on an eight-disc CD set in a limited edition press of just 4,000 copies. Uh, pre-order price of £45, rising to £60 on, on uh, general release. Mm. So, um, there's not a lot in it, price-wise, really. Just a, just a fiver's no. difference. Um, for a fiver's difference, I'll, I'll be inclined to get the, the CDs. To, to have the CDs in your hand. Yeah, indeed. Hmm. I might be tempted to do that one on this occasion, because mm. it a, it's a big release, this one. So, yeah. Um, I suppose you could say. I mean, it's always it's always on a par with light at the end. Yeah, isn't it? So I yeah I'd, I'd be I'd be tempted with this one. I really would be tempted. So uh, so that uh, so Legacy of Time will be released in July next year, which um, marks the 20th anniversary of Big Finish's first Doctor release, The Sirens of Time. Okay, which we haven't covered either, have we? No. Maybe we should do that as our next Big Finish one then. Yeah. Have you got it? I can't, I can't remember yeah. if I've got it or not. You have? Oh, cool. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Right then, folks. So that's it for the news. But, of course, um, we, we do have the usual um, sort of like viewing figures to talk about. So let's go over to Omega's Stats Corner. <laughs> now, the overnight viewing figures for Demons of the Punjab uh, it was watched by 5.77 million viewers which is a 27.5% share of the total TV audience uh, for that night. Um, that makes Doctor Who the third highest rated programme for Sunday and 11th for the week ending 11th of November. Um, we are seeing the, the audience figures slowly drop in, yeah. aren't we? Um, but that seems to be par for the course Yeah. with Doctor Who. Um, you always seem to get that mid-season lull. And that's that with every series. It's not anything um, out of the ordinary, to be no. honest. And to be honest, actually, looking at some of the other figures for programmes, I don't think they did particularly... No, they didn't. I mean, um, X Factor lost viewing viewers again. It was it was under 4 million this week, 3.93 yeah. million. Because um, last week the... everyone said, oh, it's because of the... It was the bonfire night and fireworks mm. and all that. Yeah. Well, hmm, no, still done the same again, really, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, really. It has. So, I don't know. Maybe the um, because of the, how can I put it, the, the very, very mixed reaction to the uh, Saranga conundrum. Yeah. Put people off, maybe, to, to watch it live, as it were. Or on the day, I should say. But... Yeah, don't know. Yeah, no, me neither, me neither. Now on to the uh, Saranga conundrum. The um, official rating for that was seven point seven six million viewers, um, which again was it is a bit of a again a bit of a, a come down. Um, so it had seven point five million watched the, uh, on a conventional TV set, um, but the Barb Four screen dashboard shows additional one hundred forty eight thousand watched on their PC. 66,000 people watched it on a tablet and 53,000 watched on a smartphone. And these figures make Doctor Who the sixth most watched program of the week ending 28th of October. Um, I still think it's fairly respectable. Yeah. Really? If you consider that the top 
programme for the week was uh, the Saturday edition of Strictly Come Dancing, which got 11.13 million. Yeah. So, there's, you know, it's okay, you expect something to be like that to, to, to come top, you know, most of the time. But um, I think Doctor Who's still sort of kind of holding its own. That yeah, respect? No, I mean, yeah, they're, I they're, so. they're, they're respectable figures. I don't think there's anything. No. Now, the only thing that isn't quite now. so respectable is the AI score for the Selangor Conundrum, which was 79. Now, yes. Yeah, now, I it, again, it scored higher with female viewers, it says here. Um, I can't remember... I'm sure there's someone who, who can jog my memory on this. I can't remember the Doctor who ever going below eighty before. Uh, or did that? Or did that happen in the Forest of the Night? I'm trying to remember. I'm sure yeah. it has gone below eighty. I can't, can't quite remember. Which, I can't. I can't. Now apparently it's only something to worry about if it gets down to sixty something. Was it sixty three? I think that's when they said that it's right. really really poor. So apparently seventy nine's not. You know, nothing too too serious, but yeah, seventy nine, not good. You you voting eleven have skewered those figures a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah yeah. Well, it, it, oh, I'm sorry. It, I, I I did watch it again after you put a podcast out. I watched it again and I still didn't enjoy it. I'm afraid. Um, I I just didn't get on with that one at all. Um, but it happens. It does. It happens with Doctor Who that you know. There's there are certain stories that it just I, just doesn't click with me, and that one didn't. So for for reasons we went into last week. So well, that makes a change for I mean, we put our podcast out and people don't enjoy it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what our AI score would be. <laughs> oh dear. Well, our one listener. Try and convince might... people it's out of ten rather than half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So yeah. So there we go. There we go. So that's the stats. But this week we have tat. So let's now go to the other side of the room to Omega's tat corner. You pester me with trinkets. Now, um, people might have seen on our Facebook page and our Facebook group. Uh, I've already put this up already. Character online. Uh, they're going to be releasing a 13th Doctor 5.5 inch action figure to go with the rest of your collection. And I'd say also the rest of my collection as well. So I will be getting this one. Um, now, this isn't actually available until next year. So it's available for pre-order delivery week commencing 7th of January 2019. So just just not in time for Christmas. No, it's not. It's not, which is a bit of a, a, bit of a, a, a bummer. Um, but it's going for the price of 12.99. From from characteronline.com, uh, which I think is quite reasonably priced, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so the only thing is, if looking at the um, the photo, and someone did actually comment on this on the, on the uh, photograph, the, um, the 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 bad hair dye job, <laughs> sort of like the yeah, yeah the, the sort of like the thing doctor's roots are really showing there, aren't they? <laughs> but if you've still got open the the page where you we had the ratings for. Syringa conundrum, mm. and you look at the picture that comes with that. Yeah, let's have a look. Oh yeah, the roots. <laughs> oh yeah, actually... Jody, Jody Whitaker, get your roots seen too. <laughs> that that is, you know, actually perhaps we'll, not. Paul, as we'll, bad we'll, be, we'll be accused of criticising women's as... looks now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll lose half our listenership now, Paul. 
<laughs> We're down to one. <laughs> but the, the problem is actually they just don't realise how stunning we are that we can do these. Well, I know exactly. We just exactly. take it from our own perspective, don't we? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we are we <laughs> We are we are fishing those podcast crumpet, aren't we? So... <laughs> Oh crikey! Um, I suppose that the I suppose the, the likeness um, of this figure it, it does resemble Jody Whittaker more than any of the Peter Capaldi ones ever did. Yes. So, um, so yeah, it, it comes basically it comes in the, the the Doctor's outfit with the with the sonic screwdriver um, as well. Now, however, there is a warning to this actually, and this made me laugh when I I, I saw this <laughs> just before we started recording. You just now read it, haven't you? Yes. Yes. I okay. Have. Right. Okay. Now, <laughs> bearing in mind this is this is a female action figure. Warning: choking hazard. Not suitable for children under thirty-six months. Choking hazard. Small parts and small balls. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. The thirteenth Doctor's got small balls. <laughs> Small parts and small balls. <laughs> oh, crikey. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, how could they not notice that? <laughs> I'm just hoping that is the description of the children under 36 months. <laughs> oh, crikey. I'm actually... I must be, must be people sort of looking at this... Look at this photograph on last I can't see any small balls. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. But <laughs> So there you are, there you are. This doctor comes with small balls and small parts. Oh dear. Right now, swiftly moving on. Um it is Christmas. Now obviously that particular item of attack is not available for Christmas, but this is um, Lavazzi have launched a new Doctor Who range for Christmas, and uh, well, well, we'll go through. There's, there's three items here. We've got a jumper, some gloves, and a scarf. Okay, so we've got uh, first up the uh, the Christmas jumper. Um, it's a bit dull for a Christmas jumper, isn't it? Yes. Grey, basically, um, featuring a few snowflakes, Daleks, and uh, Tardis, a sort of Tardis motif. Uh, set around it. Um, yeah, it says it's. Um, I just read, read the, uh, the the blurb out here. It says after his battles with the Sikrax, the Master, the Harmony. Har- what the Harmony Show? I can't remember the Harmony Show were. Oh, no one. Uh, the Doctor probably prepares for trouble around Christmas time, but you can. Was gear- that, 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 that was an album by Ocean Colour Scene, wasn't it? I think it was actually. <laughs> it does sound like that actually. Um, it, but you can gear up for the festivities of the, of the TARDIS and Dalek Christmas sweater, an exclusive pattern which incorporates the Doctor's faithful time spaceship and his most prolific foes. The design is complete with killer Christmas trees, like the ones seen in the Christmas Invasion, the Runaway Bride, and snowflakes. Or is that the Great Intelligence? And here is here's the clincher. Made from high quality acrylic. This Yuletide jumper will keep loved ones warm while defending Trenzalore, listening to the singing tales of Derillium, or wandering around the South Pole after an invasion of Cybermen. Nice. Um, next up we have the gloves, which um, basically is the... Um, they're done after the, the exploding TARDIS Vincent van Gogh painting. 
Yes. They are bloody hideous, these things, aren't they? <laughs> yes. They really are. They're absolutely hideous. Um, it says, the stunning picture is digitally printed on high-quality velvet feel fabric. It's not velvet. Right. It's velvet feel. Feel. Um, so shows the screen-accurate image in all its glorious detail. Hmm. I, 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 I think that'd be a brave person who wears them in public. Because they are bloody yeah. hideous. I don't think the main thing in it is created as a warning. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so last week we had the scarf, uh, which has got a Cyberman uh, motif on it. And at the bottom of, of uh, each end of the scarf just says, We will survive, uh, written on it. So, um, which I think is actually taken from Tomb of the Cybermen, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah, so this goes along with the other scars that they've done. The Levats did the, the fourth Doctor scarf and the seventh Doctor silk scarf and the the Tardis umbrella Dalek scarf as well. Apparently, so mm. there you are, there you are. So unfortunately, I, I don't, I can't seem to find any prices on it. I've actually gone to you can buy them on Amazon anyway. So mm. and apparently, so alongside these three items, they're doing a shorter, more manageable version of the fourth Doctor season eighteen burgundy scarf. Huh. So this is this version is a more concise two hundred centimeters, so it's easy to wear day to day apparently. Hmm. hmm. Okay. So there you are. If you, if you want your a shorter eighteenth uh, season eighteen burgundy scarf, there you are. Two hundred centimeters. If, if you're so. short of Christmas tat. Yes, indeed. But at least these are actually there. Crikey. Yes. Um. So it says the. The, the Tardis and Dalek Christmas sweater and the Tomb of the Siren scarf will be available from the 12th of November from uk and Amazon. And the Pandorica Open Gloves will be available to buy in the last week of November. So just in yeah. time for Christmas. Which makes a change. Because most of this tat isn't really, is it? No. Unfortunately, there's, there's nothing there that's going to keep my small balls warm this Christmas. <laughs> that's why you've got small parts. <laughs> It probably is. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, everybody. So that's it for news, stats, and tats. So uh, coming up next, we'll be talking about demons of the Punjab. So uh, for another week, then that was the news. Okay, everybody, it's time to talk about the next episode of Doctor Who, Demons of the Punjab. We're in 1947, Pakistan. And now Ombreen, she's your nun, right? Yeah. <gasps> How did we bring demons on ourselves? I don't know, but we'll find out. If I had to guess, I think we're going on in. Tread softly. You're treading on your own history. And I believe it's your turn to kick this... Uh... Little discussion off, Paul. So, what do you think of this week's one? Was it an improvement on the the Saranga conundrum? Right. Um, start off with the fact that at the end of this program, what first time watching this program, one phrase, one bit stuck in my mind, which I then messaged you with. Yes. I felt this was the mixed mixture of Father's Day and the Soul Hunters from Babylon Five. Yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Very much so. I have to say, that aside, I did really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Okay. My, my only real problem with this episode is I'm not actually sure if it needed the Soul Hunters. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder whether 
and using the word loosely, they just wasn't brave enough to do a strict historical episode. Well, I, do you know what? I was actually thinking, I thought this, this was a very, very good bit of drama. I really did. I thought it was, it was incredibly well acted, and I, I, I really did enjoy watching it. Um, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this was. How can I put this? Was if it weren't for the, the inclusion of the, the, the what they call the Thijara and what they were, um, it's probably the, the most un Doctor Who like story um, I, I've watched in a, in, a, in a long time, to be honest. And I, I, I can't make up if that's a, a, a good thing or a or not. Really, I mean, I, I still well, enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was it was Doctor Who, if you know what I mean. Well, having criticised last week for being too much the same as the week before, sure, I know. I, it's a well, bit. To, well, I, I no, I don't, I don't know though. I mean, I think I don't see why this shouldn't be a Doctor Who story. Well, I think if I think I think the the Thijaran were completely superfluous. They didn't need to be yeah, there. Exactly. They just I, didn't I, need I, to be there. I think um, that there was almost the thing where. You almost get the feeling this, this story was suggested and written and then someone said, there's no sci-fi in this. You've well, got to have it, sci-fi in it. Well, I, think that that, I think you're right. They should have been brave enough not to do the sci-fi. Yeah. Really. Um, I mean, the, the, only, the only problem is, though, the only thing is, you know, I don't, I don't think they spoil it for me. I just sort of, as you say, yeah, they just didn't really think that was needed. Because... This period of time came with its own fear. Exactly, and the, 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 I think the thing is that for this, this is why I said it's, it's not really a, a, um, a Doctor Who story because if you, did, if you didn't have the, because it wasn't, how can I put it? It was quite a very, very. It was set during a, like a cataclysmic event in in yeah. the history of India, the, the you know the partitioning. But the story itself was very, very personal. Yeah, it was. It was a family story more than more than anything else. But but so, a good way to actually it was, tell it was, in, yeah. in, a, in a, yeah in you know in a way to say look no this is actually this is the level things got down to. Mm. Oh yeah yeah I'm, I'm not, yeah exactly. But the thing is, you didn't need the doctor there to tell that story. If you took the whole sci-fi bit out of it, what else were they going to do? Because again, it, it's another story where the Doctor doesn't really resolve anything. All, all the Doctor no. was doing was, was keeping. Well, it didn't even have to keep anything on track because it was going to happen anyway. Yeah, there wasn't any. There wasn't anyone interfering with with time to you know to, you know, make things go you know go wrong or change the outcome. It was you know it was always going to go that way. But this is actually quite realistic. You'd think of if we ever could time travel, how it would have to be. Hmm. You know, because you yeah, can't yeah. go, you can't keep turning up and changing stuff. No, but there's the thing. It's not as if like the. So this is other thing. I know the sort of. Um, this is like um, Yasmin's grandmother. She's gone back to see. Yeah. And I think the one the thing that people are sort of scratching their heads over, or so why doesn't why doesn't she remember her? Yeah. Well, maybe she does, and she's just not going to say. But it's also the fact of, well, can you remember everybody you've met during the course of your life? Yeah, I mean, I did sort of... That was one of the things that sort of hit me. And I did think, 
I know the argument that you might not remember everyone over the course of your life, mm. but something as important as that, and this wasn't just somebody they met for half an hour. No, no. In a coffee shop somewhere. This is, I mean, you're there, they're, they're there, we presume, for at least a day. Mm. So, and with all of that, I mean, the only thing I could say on that one, perhaps, is an event so terrible that she's managed to blank out most of it. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I sort of took the view that she does, she does know that her yeah. granddaughter was there. She just chose not to say anything. I, I think that's the, because she said, she said, you know, I could, I could, you know, the stories I could tell. And she doesn't. So I, yeah. I, th- I think I, my own take on it, I think she does remember. But, but as you say, she could well, just just want to blank it out because it it was a a terrible day for her. You know, so it's uh, I th- I think really it, it works both ways. You can you can yeah. take what you like from it. To be honest, I think I think you really can. Yeah, I mean it didn't it didn't spoil it to that extent I mean yeah I mean there was almost a sense there where you actually did you actually need that that second conversation between the two of them no you probably didn't actually you know because that actually then throws up this argument because if they don't have that conversation then it just leaves it open as well uh, do, do they know, what... know in future or yeah, not because yeah. the conversation earlier when she gives her the watch would have been before she went back in time and it could be a bit like um, a Christmas carol where he keeps getting new memories. So she might not have had the memories then until it actually happened. Or oh, maybe not. Yeah, I'll throw that pe- one in there. I, yeah, I, th- I think people were trying to say this was a um, like a, a, a paradox, but I can't see how it is. It's no. not a paradox at all, really. Um, but yeah. But no, it, it, I mean, it's, it was a, it was a, you know, a, a, a damn good story. And of course, they can't really. I mean, what what happened in in India at that time was it's on such a massive scale that they're, yeah. they're not going to be able to show in a single episode of Doctor Who. So, no, to to make it a a small personal story, um, as we said, most was, of this series has been. And it I think has that works for for this story. It does. It it does work. Um, I know. I know. I said at the beginning though, it's the most un-Doctor Who like story I've, I've watched. It didn't need the Doctor there. It didn't need the aliens there. Because it didn't. You could tell this story without either of those two parties being involved. Yeah. Really. Um, but, but hey, it, it is, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm, I'm now wishing, because I, I haven't watched a lot of the first Doctor recently, of mm. the historicals there. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind going back now and watching some of them and seeing how much different Well, they, they don't change, some of them. Yeah, they don't change a lot of history, because I, I think when Barbara tries to in the Aztecs, the Doctor stops her. Yeah. Um, I think things like um, the, you know, the French Revolution one, I've, I've, never, I've never seen anything or listened to anything of the Marco Polo one, so I don't know yeah. um, you know, how, how that figures into the whole changing history thing, but but they, I think the old ones, did they, the first Doctor ones, they just seem to get swept up in events rather than actually doing anything. Do, yeah, exactly. I mean, they get swept up in events, and it's then just them trying to extricate themselves from those events, isn't it? Yeah, precisely. It, it, it's obviously, because it each one goes for like 
six, seven, eight episodes, they all get yeah. split up, and yeah, so. So um, they're not that much different. I don't think, don't, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think, I don't think they're that much different to this. I don't think this is such a totally new direction for Doctor Who that. Well, it's not. It it's not one we've had. No, it's not one we've had in a, in a best part of fifty odd years, really. No, no. But <laughs> but to be fair, we was told before this series that they wanted to get back to mm. perhaps the original, yeah, ideals. <clears throat> what and, what I, and I, I, mean, <clears throat> I could see I could see this story fitting in to that to to the Hartnell years quite easily. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Because one thing, the one thing I loved about this one, or I think why I enjoyed it more than um, what what, because this one's written by uh, uh, Vinay Patel, yeah, and obviously the the ones we had previously have all been sort of Chibnall, apart from Rosa, but he, he had a, a hand in it. He co-wrote that one. Um, we didn't get the the big history lesson this week. Well, the, we, we, I mean, we didn't get the doctor explaining what went on. So now, listen, pay attention, children. Here comes the history lesson. Yeah. Or here comes the science lesson, or whoever it might be. It, it didn't. The story, the story developed and told you what the yes. what happened. You did, yeah. You didn't have you didn't have the abrupt stop while they explained everything. I mean, the use of the the radio. I thought yes, was I was about to say that. Yes, yes. You know, you actually had a different voice telling you. Today's events that you know to say to this is where we are. Mm. Um, and that, that, and that's how you should tell the story. Yeah. If you're going to talk about history, I mean, God's sake, you know. Make, I mean, there, there was the point where she starts. Homework, you know? She starts assembling all the bits and bobs to test the the the, the stuff she gets out of the hive. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, we're going to get it now. Are we going to get an explanation of what she's doing? <laughs> Well, but we didn't. It, we didn't. That literally, that just passed, didn't it? That was. Well, that that was sort of very, very. I've heard it sort of mentioned elsewhere. It was, it was sort of kind of very sort of pertwee. Yeah. That bit, getting all the bits and pieces and, and making something. Yeah. Sort of to, to to test a theory or to to make something to what well, this I think was to was it meant to be to repel the the the, the aliens or whatever it well, was. Well, it was just know, to it's... try and find out what was in di- different tests to find out yeah. what was in the the stuff because the it was too much for the the sonic. Yeah. Which actually was nice that they didn't actually she didn't just, you know, they said, "Oh no, let's let's get a bit more because it was home spun on how we worked yeah. this out rather than Well, to begin with sonic. that sonic was being waved around with wanton yeah. abandon, wasn't it? So, um yeah, so I was glad it sort of packed up after through the story. Yeah, yeah, I was quite pleased about that. Um, yeah, I think the I think one of the other complaints people have got, and I, I can kind of understand this, is yet again we've got like a, a race of aliens who aren't really then they're, they're not any real threat, are they? No, I mean it just goes back to the fact that I just feel that they're it almost you get the feeling that they're in there because somebody said, "Oh no, there's got to be." There's got to be sci-fi. There's got to be aliens. Yeah, yeah. It's and no you kind can't, of you can't just tell a a good story because <clears throat> because what you've basically got in this you've got them witnessing it and the TARDIS team witnessing it, and that's mm. what they're both doing. Neither are involved. I mean, you you could have got rid of them. You could have actually seen as Yaz was going to be the central character of the 
TARDIS team, so to speak. Yeah. This was actually, you've got the body in the woods that she could have actually have been detective on to yeah, work out that it was his brother. They haven't really used um, anything about um, Yaz being a police officer. No, I mean the fact the fact that she didn't realise the she didn't seem to have identified the fact that the body had been shot seems to maybe why I haven't. I don't well, know. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Then she needs to go back to and maybe why she hadn't <laughs> progressed as she wanted to. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I thought that was that was a quite uh, you could have turned this into an historical and a who done it as well. Yeah, and you could have actually had them solving the. Who the killer was, as they're part of their sort of running out of time as well, so they know what. Yeah, yeah, they know what's coming. Yeah. No, I, yeah, that that would that could that could have worked. I think that could have worked. And I think that might have been a, a an even better story. Yeah. I mean, what I, I mean, what I did like about the 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 Jones though is when they spoke, they sort of got inside your head. Yeah. They sort of basically incapacitated you when they spoke, which was I thought was um, different anyway. I mean, um, I quite. I mean, I quite liked him as a, <clears throat> as a, um, as a alien f- species. I just yeah. don't think they was needed. No, they weren't. I think. I think to a certain extent they was wasted. If anything, well, they were really because they, they. I mean, I think they had had they actually been the bad guys. I think they would have been quite a formidable. Yeah. Fun. I mean, I mean, the fact that they could sort of, um, sort of transport away before a bullet hit them. Yeah, as well, just seems to show that they were sort of, you know, they were sort of, you know, they, they we, we could have done with to be, to, to, to be feared, you know, so I could pop we, out of nowhere. We could have done with them turning up last week for the general when she died. Yeah, and to have had that in that that story, and had almost, you know, them being blamed for what the the ting was doing. Hmm. Until it's revealed that actually it is that it's not them that it's called that's destroying the ship, and it's this little creature. Yeah. And that may have made both these episodes better. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I still, I still in, in, enjoyed this one anyway. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I did. I, I mean, it, it, it was a very, very well written um, piece of television. I thought. Um, yeah. The thing is that is. I've had a lot of people keep keep sort of try and defend because at the moment there's still fandom is still, or opinion is still polarized on the on this series of Doctor Who. Um, there's not there's, there's a lot of people who are so, so looking forward to to this. It's like it's a brand new start, a new dots. We got we got a, a woman in the role, blah blah blah. And I think a lot of them have walked away disappointed. Now, is it because the stories aren't what they expected? Is it because it, Josie Whittaker's not what they expected? Um, is it not sci-fi enough for them? I, I, I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I mean, because all all the stories we've had so far have been very very small stories. Yeah. With with the but, theme with the theme of family running through it. But again, I think that's what Doctor Who does best. I think. I mean, some of the stuff we criticised about the RTD era was that everything, the stuff, got on such a big grand scale. The yeah, whole ev- of yeah, everything was a threat to the universe or a threat to yeah. time, and yeah, everything was you know, um, cata- it was a big cataclysmic event was gonna you know it, yeah it yeah. was 
it was it was overblown and bombastic, and I think that I think that's the the problem because when it came back in two thousand and five, that's what he was sort of aiming towards, and this is what people expect now. I think. Yeah. So now we've got quieter stories. Um, I'd I'd like to see, you know, when aliens shut, they are more of a threat because we haven't had a, we haven't had a real threat yet this season. No, I mean, yeah, we do. And the want... Doctor's been fairly ineffectual so far. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd say that to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't need it in this episode. Mm. No, I think I think another criticism. If you're going to people... write, you, you can write that story. Yeah, and set it in completely a sci-fi environment. Yeah, and I think that works. I don't think you know. I'm not overly keen on. If you're going to do historical, I quite like you to do for them to do historical. If you're going to yeah. do sci-fi, do sci-fi. Yeah. And split the two parts of time and space up that way. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to have aliens every single week. No. If you want to do an historical and mm. and historical a historical story. And when you've got so. a story, I mean, the, the background story to this. I mean, this story would work. If it wasn't Doctor Who, if it wasn't in a part of Doctor Who, if this was just a a play on a well, that, that, that's Sunday what I mean. night, that's what I mean. This isn't what you would call a traditional Doctor no. Who story. This, you could, as I say, you could do this easily without the Doctor being involved. This, hmm. this, this, the story stands up on its own. But if, but if we're getting back to, if we're trying to get back to an perhaps a slightly educational and, um. Well, just yes, yeah, I'm not educated enough or well enough to know another word there. Um, <laughs> but if I'm you're trying to get back me, to that probably. sort of that sort of thing, then yeah. isn't this a great way to introduce history to children? Yes, it probably is. It's probably what this. I mean, that that was the and to people generally. To be honest, don't need to be children. But no, but was, wasn't that Sidney Newman's remit though? Yeah, exactly. And, and I had a thought. I had a thought when he when he uh, came up with the the outline of what Doctor Who was going to be. I suspect mm. this would have ticked all these boxes. Probably would have done actually. So he just had five live monsters. Like that's the only thing he didn't like. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, it, actually, we probably might not have got them had this been. No, he probably wouldn't cut them watch. out of the store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. No, I, th- I, th- I think it's good. I mean, I saw someone saying, which I thought would was actually a good point. What would have been good is if the BBC, when this finished, have done several documentaries and whatever history mm. programs on this period, yeah, of India's history, India and Pakistan's history. Wouldn't it have been good if they could have got one of those out of their archive to have shown on BBC Four? To accompany the yeah. yeah yeah so that if you actually want to know more about the how the, the the events surrounding what this episode has covered turn over now yeah and watch that I think that and I think have, that would have been I think yeah it would have it would have been a nice little um, sort of companion piece to it yeah yeah you if you're listening BBC Paul's got the paint on this idea so. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, no, no, no. no, actually, I, no. Somebody did say that on Twitter. So I, I can't oh, they are oh, well, right. Oh, well, but, but, but like I say, when I saw that, I thought, yeah, no, exactly. That's what they should have done. Um, yeah, but don't, don't, don't be afraid to try and be educational, and you don't need to do it by stopping the show to give a lecture. No, exactly. And this week proves you can do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, no, I, I thought it was great. You, t- you um, tell a story and that tells the history. Yeah. I think the only thing it's sort of like, for, okay, they, they could have sort of shown a bit more. It's that, it's that bit when Ryan said, did you hear all the the gunshot? They knew it was getting closer to yeah. them. I said, did you hear all the gunfire last night? They didn't actually sort of, they, they could have sort of shown that. But, you know, them listening to like the gunfire or something and, and the you know the, the rioting and, and people fleeing and everything so um if they heard it we i just thought why why couldn't we just sort of seen their reaction to it that was the only thing i thought well maybe they didn't it was cut i don't know but i um i, I don't thought, know because but but then i think that by not showing any violence oh no no, no i'm not I saying think, show no, it. no no I mean, no i'm not showing no by not the, showing that ha- that sort of thing happening or there's that that i think makes the the final scenes of him going to confront them well, I think the More. thing, yeah, I, I think the thing is, it, it 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 would have, how can I put it, impressed upon the viewers who don't know about it, is the sheer scale of what was happening, mm. because all you because what you get is like four, was it four or five, um, sort of militiamen on on horseback. Hmm. So, I, th- I think it, it it was just to sort of like say, okay, Ryan said, oh, did you hear it all last night? Um, I just sort of think, or maybe just to see their reaction listening to it. Hmm. Just, just I say, not show it. You don't. There's no need to show it at all. But just to sort of like show that you know they're realizing the the sheer scale of what what they're involved in. I mean, the fact the fact is, I mean, this is very much at the beginning of the events, isn't it? Well, of of the events that follow the partition, with people finding themselves on the wrong side of the line, as far as they're concerned. Yeah. And what happens to those that are the wrong side of the line. Yeah. Um so much. I mean, but but again, that that's what I'd have quite liked to have been able to would have been quite good to have been able to have switched over and watched a, a program that did go into the details of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean uh... out of uh Totally unconnected. Well, before I knew this was this was happening, I'd actually listened. There was a program because I think uh, obviously last year was the seventieth anniversary. Yeah. And there's a BBC radio program that sort of looked in looked at this. It that was quite interesting. So I had sort of listened to that. So I did know some of the history to this. Yeah. So perhaps. It didn't. I wasn't necessarily needing that to enjoy it because I already had. I already knew some of that background. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, to me that would have probably been overkill because I'd have been sitting there saying, "Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Why are you telling me this?" <laughs> so, so perhaps for myself, this is education I know already. <laughs> I know that, but you know, but it was actually. Good knowing that and realizing that this was actually a, a very good way of of telling the the story. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I thought the um, I think this week 
obviously this one brought Yaz to the forefront. Um, yeah. Ryan didn't have a lot to do this week. Um, no. Bradley Walsh had a couple of good scenes. Um, one with yeah. Yasmin, actually. Um, yeah. And the other one was with Prem on, the, on, the, on his wedding day. Um, yeah. Which I thought Bradley Walsh again. Um, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think he's, totally. he's, he's been the highlight of this series for me. Yeah. He really has been. Which makes me even more worried. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Um, yeah, that 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 the fact you know the whole thing where he tries to, and he just loses the words. Yeah. Because he doesn't know quite what to say to him because he knows he's gonna not survive the day. Exactly, and he just he just starts welling up and. Yeah. Yeah, it was so well done. It really was. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 certainly my my. Favorite thing in Doctor Who at the moment. So. Yeah, um, I thought Jodie Whittaker was good this week. There was, I said, there was less um, less techno babble, less lecturing, um, and a sort of like it was, it was, it was a bit more doctory. I felt, which, yeah. is, which is quite worrying because you got, I think Vinay Patel. I think I've read someone said that they wanted to write write this story for for years. Um, I don't know if that's what under the under the guise of being a Doctor Who fan or not, but um, if Vinay Patel isn't a Doctor Who fan, then they certainly know how to write Doctor Who better at the moment than Chris Chibnall does. Well, this gets back to my point of last week, saying there must be hundreds of people out there that have got good stories. Yeah. So, why do we need a me- mediocre one from Chris Chibnall? Do, do you know um, what I think? Do you know what I think? Sometimes, I, is it really a good thing? To be a fan of Doctor Who and write it. I thought he was going to say to be a fan of Doctor Who because you're never happy. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just saying because it it, um, it 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 can go either way. You either get these really, really sort of um, looking backwards style stories. Yeah. Um, which people accuse Moffat of of doing. Doing. Yeah. Um, but he was just... try to be too clever. Yeah, when you're referencing and you're yeah, exactly whatever. So people accuse him of doing that with RTD that, and, and now Chibnall as well. They're saying, "Oh, you're trying to change everything." You know, you, you're you're forgetting all the history. You, you know, with the no Daleks, no Cybermen, blah blah blah. And um, I, I just say, but that's the thing. It seems to lurch from one extreme to the other. So that's what I'm saying. They would make they've all. I mean, RTD was a fantastic showrunner. Moffat was a fantastic showrunner. I don't care what anyone says. I think Chibnall was a good showrunner. I just don't think that they were the best people to write the scripts all the time. No. I no, think yeah, it, if, it, if, because it comes to that fan point of view. Because of like, well, I've watched all these years. I know what's wrong with Doctor Who. So, yeah. therefore, I'm going to put my mark on it. And that's what each showrunner's done. But it's a showrunner, not the script editor. I think, yeah. I think there's a case there that they they know it well enough to to know what they want to put in and what they don't want to put in. You yeah. know, if you know what I mean, I know what you're saying. There's a, there's a sense of obviously I know I'm such a big fan. I know what's been wrong with all the other episodes. Yeah. So, here's me putting everything right. Yeah. And because I'm going to put everything right, I need to be writing it because I'm the only one who knows how to do that. Cuz I I did I mean, much as I'll, I'll defend Stephen Moffat to you know, you know, defend to the hill. I did feel that like, you know he was the stuff he was doing sometimes was providing answers to questions that nobody was asking. 
Yeah. I know he, he, he was just sort of playing around with the whole continuity thing, you know. Or, or providing answers to questions he'd asked that nobody wanted asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably more to the point. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, that's just a sort of personal sort of yeah. personal opinion on it. But um, I, can, I can see where they're coming from. I mean, you know, I think people got really annoyed. I know we're not talking about it, the particular episode at the moment, but I know people got really annoyed the fact that you know, Clara influencing to influence the entire um, doctor's life, yeah. in, in from childhood. You know, from um, listen. So, yeah, I, I can understand what, what people are getting a bit because that, that that wasn't really. It was it was a nice little story that one, but um, yeah, was it was it really needed? I think that that's what people. Mm. I think what people got sort of upset about. But um, hey, um, but I think that this this. Been written by someone who's, you know, not previously been involved with Doctor Who before. Um, I, I think it's it's a good thing. I mean, but it almost comes down to the fact of actually come up with a good story, then work out how to write the Doctor into it. Yeah. Rather than start with the Doctor and try and write a story, which I suppose this is kind of. What's happened here? What's happened here? Yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think it works for that. And I think it gives us something different, and it gives us something enjoyable. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, and I, I absolutely loved it. I loved, and and you know, just just the the look and sound of it as well was brilliant. Yeah, um, the music certainly yeah. um, helped with that. Um, what would you reckon to the um, alternate theme at the end? I actually love that. I did as well, actually. I know there's been some people have said, you know, oh, no, don't like, but no, pro- why probably not? The, pro- probably the same people who complained about the, the the music used at the end of Rosa as well. So, yeah, yeah. But but at least this was, you know, this was Doctor Who theme, yeah. just done in a different way. Yeah. And why why not do that? You, you, it's the end. I mean. You know, fair enough. If you're going to try and if you're going to change the opening credit music all the time, then you might say, "Why are you doing that?" You're, you know, but why not the end credits? And if it's something that you know ties the two together, mm. then definitely why not? Yeah. No, I, 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 I liked it. I, I really did like it. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. I mean, having come so. up with the idea, had had they. Come up with the idea and recorded it, and then decided against using it. Yeah, and then you'd have heard, "Oh, we was thinking of doing this, but we didn't." I think we'd have all been saying, "Oh, why didn't they? They should have done. That's brilliant." Should have so, done that. Yeah, and the end that was an extra on a DVD somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So I think if if you if you know, my thoughts would have been that. So I think no, I think it was it was totally right to include yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, same here, same here. I thought it was good. If you, can, really if you can actually do it that well, then do it. Yeah, why not? I mean, if if it, if it had been a, a bad ver, you know, if it had been something that you're sitting there thinking, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> then, then maybe no, don't do it. No, but that's right. That's right. If you're gonna, if you do something, you do it that well. Then no, you know, complaints from me. No, me neither. Me neither. Uh, what about the guest cast? What do you think of the um, guest cast this week? Um. Yeah. No, I think they they held their their roles. I thought Prem. Person playing Prem was brilliant. Yeah, I liked it when he when he he um he came out and confronted them at the end. Yeah, um and trying to appeal to um what Manish. Yeah, um 
which I, I thought was really well done. And the thing is, you knew what was going to happen. I yeah. think that, that's what I think that's what made it even, um, even sadder, really. Um, yeah. And it's that whole thing of, you know, the, everyone's saying, you know, Doctor Who should never be political. Doctor Who has always been political. Um, there was nothing PC about this one at all. People, you know, I think no. there's, there's certain newspapers trying to whip up. You know, the fans are fed up with the with the uh, the two PC scripts. Um, I mean, I mean to, to be this honest, this wasn't. Th- this was not a PC script, and it wasn't. It wasn't even really a political story. No, either. It, it, it is purely historical. Well, yeah, pu- yeah. Well, in well, terms no. of it's, in terms a- in terms of the actions that happened, I could well imagine that something like that happened. Yeah. In that Fam- fa- families were torn apart by yeah. this, and this is so, what this showed. And it, it was, it was a, it wasn't a political story. It was a human story. I felt. Yeah, and there, there, there's you know strong believer, and you should never ignore the past. Yeah, because yeah. there's lessons to be learnt. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, why, why would this be any less? You know that. You know, it was, it was it was political and what does that say? Not really political. It's more it, you know, religious intolerance between two brothers. Yeah, really. He was he was marrying which, a, a, a Muslim woman, which they weren't the Hindus weren't going to allow. So, yeah, and the you know the dividing up of countries. Well, um, certain Hindus weren't going to allow. I should say not the trying Hindus. to divide trying to divide people up on by race or religion. Yeah. Is not a, a dead subject. No, it's not. Um, so you know, it's something we, we we need to to address. Yes. And to show how it went badly in the past is probably a good way of starting that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but I mean, it- I mean if, if 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 you glorify anything or you change the facts to suit your agenda, then that's wrong. But yes. this did neither. No, it didn't. It didn't. As far as, far as I'm aware. I mean, yeah, yeah, it I, seemed I, yeah. pretty much... Um, no, to I, what I know of the the period. Yeah. I think, I think the, other, the other thing as well is the fact that his brother turned against him. Also, someone he served with in the army to, yeah. was the one who shot him. Yeah. He said, we made a good team. You know, we, mm. you know, we served together. And... And that one, the other one's pointing a gun at him. It, 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 it was, it was really sad. It was really sad. Man, that was one of that was one of the problems with 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 the period, wasn't it? Was the fact that a lot of the people, there was a lot of people that had come back from fighting with the British. Yeah, that were armed. Um, decided to um deal with this the way in certain ways. Yeah. We I mean, this could have been did. this could have been a lot darker than it was. It, it didn't need to be, to be honest. It, no, no, it didn't no. need to be. It didn't need to be, and I, I think I, it got I, it, it got it, it got there exactly what it needed to get from yeah, this. Yeah, it got the point across very, very well. I felt mm. it really did. Really I mean, did. in some ways, I mean that may well be the only reason, perhaps, where having. Um. The aliens worked in a way. Mm. Was the fact without them, there'd have been a question of the shooting of Prem would have been a shock, and 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 would that have been too much of a shock? 
Yeah. Whereas think, yeah, we was you... allowed to to get into the idea of it. Yeah. So that when the the shot is fired, you've been prepared for it. Yeah. And that's what the aliens do. Whereas otherwise, you'd have had all the build up, all the thing would have been on how wonderful this is. We're getting married and that, and then suddenly in a second, it would just click to to him yeah. being shot. Yeah, that real sort of punch in the gut at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, if we're talking about this, I mean, the, the problem and the problem you've got on this is if we're talking about this of being a family entertainment. Mm. Would that have been too much in family entertainment? Uh, so by yeah, probably by, would have been by yeah. taking us into it, and that's the only point where I can actually say that I think actually the aliens in it work. Mm. It also allows the Doctor and Yaz and the others to turn away and be walking away, rather than had that come as as a as a complete shock. I think. They couldn't then have just turned away and walked away. Yeah, I think that that's the thing because they'd have had to have run towards him. Yeah, they're the ones who basically, yeah, the, yeah, the aliens being there sort of kind of stop the doctor. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the they say we're taking this from here. Yeah, you go, and then so you could then get that. Yeah, and just the wincing as they hear the shot, you know. Yeah. And I think that worked. So, I mean, having moaned for most of this podcast about the fact they're in it. I'm, that was, I'm oh, now, no, actually, actually no, I'm they actually do serve quite, a purpose. <laughs> I am quite now coming round to the idea of them. Yes, yeah, so we've, we've now I mean, I, completely reversed that decision. <laughs> I, mean, I, I still would have liked it to have been a purely historical, from my point of view, and I could have taken the shock. Yeah. But... I think. Paul, would you please think of the children? <laughs> but yes, 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 yes. But 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 very much that sentiment. Perhaps perhaps we did need the the aliens to slightly uh, prepare everyone yeah, for the yeah. for the horror that was to come. Exactly, exactly. Well, we both enjoyed this episode. Um, but what did you, the listener, think of this one? So we got some. Lovely feedback again. Thanks very much, everybody, to wrote, uh, who wrote in. So we've got Facebook, Twitter, and uh, um, some email feedback. So uh, first, uh, we'll go through the Facebook feedback first. But Jeff Waddle, hi, Jeff. Um, he says, wonderful story with a wonderful message on this day of all days, because obviously it was um, released on the um, Armistice Day, on the Sunday 11th yes. of November. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, goes to prove that Jodie and Co can act their socks off when given the right material. They can only assume that Chibnall cannot write great Doctor Who. Outstanding episode, ten out of ten. You you kind of echo our sentiments slightly there. Um, Actually, Jeff. something something about you know sort of the uh, setting of the talking of the war and the end of the war and whatever. Actually, reading up about and listening mm. to to stuff about India. You know, sort of, you tend to feel from an instance of the British pulling out and just leaving them to it. Yeah. Which was not a good thing. No. But someone said it was difficult for the British to have to have policed it would have meant leaving the arm, bringing troops in. Mm. And how do you say to troops that have just been fighting for six years, you're not going home? You're going to serve and fight in India now. Yeah. Politically, I don't think any prime minister would have done that. 
So that sort of actually from this program and then reading up on that sort of give me an idea on perhaps actually a context of of the the bit as well the time as well yeah maybe yeah they might have had a bit of a i don't know sort of revolution on their hands there yeah actually yeah well i mean there was i mean but but the whole thing about why the british were pulling out so quickly was a because they knew this was coming but and b why didn't you know if they knew it was coming why didn't they stay well well, the thing is, you, you don't want your own troops turning against you, which might have happened. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's just, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, anyway, <clears throat> excuse me, back to the feedback. So we have, um, that's all right. Um, Andrew Gill. Hi, Andrew. So, loved it. Very fitting for Armistice Day. Very moving and well acted throughout. So thanks, Andrew. I can't, cannot disagree with that at all. Uh, Craig Hanson. Hi, Craig. Uh, says, excellent. To concentrate on love overcoming all was a beautiful way to go. Graham got a lovely scene with Prem. Yaz had plenty to do, and the Doctor was superb throughout. Another episode without a baddie as such, other than other than Manish, but it was great. I was moved on more than one occasion. Ten out of ten. So yeah, again, I think it echoed our sentiments exactly there, uh, Craig. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, next up, Michael James Keogh says, "Absolutely loved it and well done." So it means it was well done, not well done to us. It's well well done to them. Um, Pete Murphy. Says, uh, not Pete Murphy from the Farris Project, this is a different Pete Murphy. Uh, so, so, thought it was great, although might have worked better without the demons. Well, we thought that, then we changed their mind at the end. So. <laughs> we're, we're, we're slowly trying to convince ourselves that it didn't. No. <laughs> uh, next, I have uh, Nick James, Australian Nick, uh, said, loved it. Again, the, there are plot holes you could drive a truck through, but the writing is otherwise so good that I didn't care. I really like how the, the, the character story is left hanging. The characters didn't get all the answers, and neither did we. Mm. Mm, yeah, right. good. Thanks, Nick. <clears throat> oh, I forgot my throat now. Uh, Alan T. Butcher, um, very short and succinct. Jolly good. Thanks, Alan. Martin Havel from the Bad Wolf podcast. Now, Martin didn't like it. Martin didn't like it. He, he gave a, um, a, a two-word um, review for this. He just says, another paterkey. Like Pating for Turkey. Um, <clears throat> I can't say we agree with you there, Martin, but, uh, but each no. their own. So I'm going to say each their own. Um, Thomas McCambly. Hi, Thomas. He says, I enjoyed the episode. It had an oppressive feeling, like a tragedy you know is coming, even though you don't know exactly what it is. I'm also enjoying the lack of monsters in the traditional Who sense, with motives beyond just conquering. It's shown that the universe is a strange and beautiful and awful place all at the same time. It makes me interested in what Chibnall will do with the traditional Who baddies with this enlightened attitude. Okay, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it, actually. So perhaps perhaps we'll get an Ice Warrior change of heart from some of them. Maybe, maybe we will. Um, actually, finished off by saying everyone was on tremendous form with Yaz really shining in this episode. A beautiful story about an awful time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spot on, spot on. Uh, next up, Robbie Bonham, previous guest on the show. Robbie, hi, Robbie. He says, um, great episode. Love the concept of villains redeeming themselves for an honourable pursuit. Also love the haunting end credits theme. Again, and I hate saying this because it sounds like it's taking from Jodie's more capable portrayal of the Doc, but Bradley Walsh, wow. I have this awful feeling he's not going to make it past season 11. Yet, yeah, same, yeah. we've got exactly the same feeling. Uh, when the time comes, can we have him play the 14th? And he says, hashtag, can't refrain from addressing me as Doc. So thanks again, Robbie. Um, 
Yeah, we, we yeah, I we can't shake that feeling either, can we? So no. <laughs> we really can't. Um, no, I'm next, getting the feeling this is whole effort, this whole series is turning into a long goodbye for him. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I hope it's not. Um, next up, John Michael Lindsay. Hi, John Michael. He says that was quite simply the best so far. After the awful episode last week, here comes a meaningful, well-constructed story with an interesting alien of the week. Complemented with beautiful cinematography, superb lighting and a vibrant soundtrack. We did actually talk about the cinematography. and It was beautiful. Yeah. It was very, very well directed. It looked cinematic, didn't it? Yeah. It really did. It was great. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, whoever found the, the location and that deserves a pat on the back for this yes, episode as well. Indeed. This is South Africa again, wasn't it? Doubling as India, I understand. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, I think so. I so, so. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Carol, it says, Every member of the cast is on top form, with not only Bradley Walsh giving his usual diamond in the rough performance, but Mandip Gill puts in an excellent turn. My only one complaint would be a Matt Smith-esque overuse of the Sonic. Again. But it's a minor issue against all the positives in this story. Yeah, we thought the same thing with the overuse of the Sonic until it got knackered, basically. Yeah. Can, can, so, I just, can I just interject another thought there while I interrupt her? People <laughs> saying about this episode and how well timed for the day it was and everything. Yeah. As it, you know, sort of, as it deals with people, the, the problems of people coming back from war. Mm. I.e. he lost his brother. Yeah. The little brother that's left behind gets, grows up without the guidance of his older brothers and whatever. Mm. Yeah. Having said last week that we thought the order running of the programmes was a little odd. Yeah. That we had two episodes the same. Do you think they switched them this and last week's to get this week's one on this on that day? Makes you wonder, doesn't it? There could but be it actually in there. it act, it actually fitted the day and the other programmes surrounding the day much better. Could you imagine if we'd then gone into the conundrum episode tonight, following on from the um, memorial services and festival and all that. Well, I think if if this had been if Dooms of the Punjab had been shown in place of Stranger Conundrum last week, and then yeah. when you got Stranger Conundrum this week, people would have been saying should have been the other way. Around. Should have been the other way around. I think people would have been saying that this this this, this basically had the the right tone for. For that day, didn't it? As it people did. have been saying, and it does make you wonder. I mean, when they filmed them, they might not know exactly what the what the, the air, was going to be. Yeah, the air date yeah. is going to be. They might have thought it was going to start a week later. They was going to start showing the series a week later. In which case, this would have been this could have been the fifth episode, but on this day. Yeah, it could have been, and we yeah. could have had a conundrum next week. It just seemed odd last week that those two episodes were back to back, and there's no reason why the this this episode and last week's episode could have been the other way round in the running order of the story. There's no continuation story point that would have been out of place. No, exactly. But I, I, what, you feel you feel they had to be this way round for this episode to be on this day. Yeah, I and agree. I just wonder whether that's actually what they actually did get switched. Yeah, from when I, that I, was made. No, I think there's that's that's a sort of sound theory, actually. I really think it is. So Okay, okay, well let's just carry on with the um um the feedback there. So we've got the Twitter feedback now. So first we've got the Hooniverse. Um it says touching, insanely beautiful. Another historical showing us that humans are as bad as any monster. 
The theme tune over the credits is just so gorgeous, and it's an episode that will stick with me for a very long time, um, especially Prem rising into the millions of fallen faces. Four out of six, great. Okay. Um, but then we have a uh, feedback from the Diddly Dumb podcast, um, who sort of kind of answered, it was kind of in response to the Hooniverse uh, tweet. He said, The point tonight was sure that humans can be as bad as any monster. People have to choose to be monsters. Which is, I, I kind of see that because Manish chose which side yeah. to fall on there, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, he chose to be a, you know, a monster. In that sense. If you're going to say that you've got two brothers. Yeah. And one's taken one path and one's taken another path. Yeah. Then that obviously suggests that there's a matter of choice. Yeah, exactly. And he chose that. He, he chose yeah. He chose an absolute Really, where, where, yeah. where Prem was more the case of, well, no, we we can all live together. Yeah, yeah, you know. But he, no, Manish's attitude was very, very, it's absolute. No, we can't, and that's it. So, yeah. okay. So next one, uh, Elizabeth Lycan. Uh, hi, Elizabeth says I'm enjoying, I'm loving this season. So beautifully and smartly shot, character development and motivation that you can understand, and an amazing doctor. I'm, I see a lot of humans are the monsters uh, comments, but there's also um, also equally the message that love and hope makes us resilient, and we need that now. Mm. Yeah, can't disagree with that. Uh, next up with Daniel Martinez. Hi, Daniel. It says, 7 out of 10. Well-intentioned, and while I felt this had a dullish undertone overall and still questioned some of the choices with the Doctor, particularly her dialogue and sonic use, it's great to sh- see her show more of that icy assertiveness like her previous Doctors have done. Um, now I've, I've seen Daniel. I've seen you sort of quoted that around to a, a few responses um, to other people on uh, Twitter as well. Um, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say. Yeah, there was more more assertiveness up to the point where the Doctor found out what the aliens were actually up to. Yeah. You know. Yeah, certainly. Um, I, mean, I mean, there was a sense that she wasn't taking any nonsense from them. No, exactly. Um, Until I, I, actually realised that they was doing exactly the same as she was. Yeah, um, I, I, I do agree about the sonic use. It has been overused yeah. um, slightly this this season. Um, I didn't particularly have any issues with the dialogue this week. I thought it worked better. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I don't think there was anything, as I say, that you felt was actually out of place. There was no slowing down just to get a bit of dialogue in. Yeah, yeah, it exactly. It was all relevant. Yeah. So the last bit of Twitter feedback is from Conrad D'Souza. Um, Conrad says, it was okay. New Who has the hint of being a great show, but needs to get the balance right. Chris Chibnall's a long-term fan and a great writer. So, Chris, give us the show you liked to watch as a fan, a little less of what you think today's audience should or ought to watch. Okay. Um, people do seem to have it in for Chibnall at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these people just need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> And lastly, we have our uh, usual email feedback from Ian Key. Um, hi, Ian. So he says, "Hello, both. I had the chance to watch this once. Um, this watch this one once tonight, but really enjoyed it as much as you can. These things, when you know what ultimately someone will die at the end, and there's bugger all anyone can do about it. Has everyone mentioned Empire Strikes Back and Down B ending yet? If not, there you go." Anyway, the episode looked gorgeous and I thought was well-paced telling the story and educating without patronising. And like Rosa, I'd have been happy for this to be pure historical. Again, you're you're echoing exactly what we we were saying. But that said, 
it was nice to have a, a nod back to Galaxy 4 with the ugly aliens not actually being the bad guys. My only question, and it's one that has probably been covered already, is why did Yaz's now not recognise her at the end? Yeah, we 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 spoke about that. Um, so that there's, there's a couple of reasons. Um, had thought that this was another episode without the closing theme, and then realised that it was actually working of it. Nice touch. Have a good week. Cheers, Ian. Thanks very much for that, Ian. And, and yeah, thanks, thank ev- yeah, everybody. thanks everybody yeah. who, who writes into us. Um, so we, we really do enjoy reading out your feedback. Um, not quite as polarising as last week's. No. It was only Martin being the voice of dissent there. So. <laughs> but uh, as I say, it's it, it, it's it's been a fairly polarising season so far. And I think even to the to the to the people who were without seeing a single second of this season were saying it's good, it's the best thing ever. Jodie Whittaker's a breath of fresh air, blah blah blah, and it's a new era. And I think some have walked away um, having given up on the show. Which is a bit daft, really. You haven't seen it all yet. But people have done that with every Doctor, so... Oh, God, yeah, it's, it's yeah, time, since it began. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's that, that's what I love about Doctor Who. One week, it could be something you don't like. Next week, it's going to be something that you absolutely love. And this is exactly what's happened. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the Serenga Conundrum, but I love this one. Yeah. So, there's always the rough with the smooth. And to be honest, Always. yeah, I mean, I just just want Doctor Who to be bringing me something different. Yeah, you might not enjoy it all the time. No, but hey, you but know, there, swings yeah, around about. There'll be episodes that I do that other people don't, yeah. and vice yeah. versa. Exactly. So. I mean, I, I I like to think we don't. How can I put it? Sort of criticize something for the sake of criticizing. Um, I, I know there are. You're going to get people out there who are going to love. They will never have a bad word said against it. Fair enough. That's your thing. I'm not going to do that. Um, no. I, I don't think it's what we're what we're about on this podcast. We just try and be honest. Yeah. Um, and if we don't like something, we say we don't like it, and we yeah. try and get, and we try and give our reasons why without being, you know, overly critical for the sake of being critical because that's not what we want to do. No. no. I mean, I mean, if if we're critical of an episode, it's because we're disappointed rather than. Yes, indeed. Than, I mean, than if, want to to feel vindicated that it's not as good as we exactly. If if you're going to moan about something each week on a, on a um on a, on a podcast, then why why bother doing the podcast about that particular show? Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah if, if 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 you don't like it, then I suppose you will have to stop watching eventually because yeah. there's no point going on. But yeah, exactly. You know, just hope that the the episodes I don't like are not the majority. No. Nah. That's it. And as long as that isn't happening, then I'll carry on watching. Yeah, same here. Same here. Anyway, I think we've prattled on long enough, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> so that just so that wraps up this week's episode. Thanks again, everybody, for writing in. Please keep your, your feedback coming in. We, so we really do appreciate it. Uh, so next week's episode is entitled Kablam, um, which seems to be a satire on, um, how can I put it, the likes of Amazon, it seems. Yes. Yes, that'll be interesting. So um, this we one we have no idea though. We're... No, well, I, I'm just assuming this is going to be a satire yes. on on Amazon. So uh, we shall see. We shall see. So um, so this one's got. Uh, well, the next week's one's going to be a bit more a bit more comedic because we've got Lee Mack in it next week, haven't we? Yes. Rains to be seen. Rains to be seen. Anyway, enough prattling from us. Let's wrap this up. So until next week, we're going to talk about Kablam. It's goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye for me, Paul.
This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. listening to the who's he podcast please visit our website at who's hyphen he hyphen podcast.co.uk you can also follow us on twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast and please also join the who's he podcast facebook group the who's he podcast is a member of the doctor who podcast alliance